At Our Father's House, our prayer is that you will be blessed and strengthened by the power of Jesus Christ. We would like to thank you for joining us today as we study God's Word. Now let's join Pastor Odie. I may in fact blow up today, but that's all right. We've got two other pastors sitting over here. They'll they'll carry on. First Samuel twenty two. David therefore departed thence. Verse one. David therefore departed and escaped. Everybody shout escaped. No, you can do better than that. Come on, shout, escaped. Escape. David departed and escaped to the cave of Dulam. And when his brethren and all his father's house heard it, they went down. Everybody say down. They went down to him. And everyone that was in distress and everyone that was in debt and everyone that was discontented gathered themselves unto him. And he became a captain. Everybody shout, captain. He became a captain over them, and there were with him about 400 men. David went to Mizpah of Moab and said to the king of Moab, Let my father and mother, I pray, come forth and be with you till I know what God will do for me. How I many of David here was seeking the Lord? What are we going to do next? Amen? And it's interesting that he sent his family to Moab. Does anybody know why he sent his family to Moab? Just so happened that's where his great-grandmother was from. She was a lady by the name of Ruth. You may remember her. And he brought them before the king of Moab, and they dwelt with all they they dwelt with all the while that David was in the hold. Prophet Gad said unto David, Abide not in the hold, depart and get thee into the land of Judah. Then David departed and came into the forest of wrath. Let's pray. Father, we come to you <clears throat> this morning in the name of Jesus. We thank you for your presence. We thank you for what you're doing in life. So come on, somebody come into agreement with your pastor. We speak right now that people are going to be changed this morning by this word. The people are going to be challenged. It's not only going to be people, not, not just people changed and set free in this room, but people that are listening via live stream and people that are watching when they watch this program on television, that they're going to be set free of bondages and they're going to enter into the army of God and become what God has called them to be. We ask that you add your blessing to your word and everyone shout amen. I want to preach this morning, what happens in the cave comes out of the cave. Amen. I'm going to say that again. What happens in the cave comes out of the cave. Somebody shout, comes out. Hold on, come on, shout again, shout, comes out. And we've been following the life of David for several weeks now, and we've been talking about his, his ups and downs and his trials and temptations and struggles. And David killed a giant. Remember our first service? I think it was our first service in this building. We killed a giant, and we talked about how to kill a giant. But then David, David got in some trouble, and he... He was on the run from King Saul. He had to leave. He, he, uh, he, he went to the tabernacle. He, he, he went everywhere he could go. He ended up in the Philistines' camp. He ended up back at Gath. And everybody remembers who was from Gath, right? Goliath. So David, David's in a situation here. Oh, help me, Jesus. Somebody needs to pray for your pastor this morning. We're gonna, God's going to speak to us through this word. David's in a situation here. He can't go home. He can't go to the church. He can't go to the tabernacle. He can't go to the palace. He had been in the palace. He can't go to the prophet. 
You mean he can't go to the ungodly. He's went everywhere he can go. And now he has fled from the Philistines. Fled from, fled from the king Asia there. He's fled and now he's on the run. But God leads him to a Dulam cave. Oh, is anybody with me in this room? Look what the scripture says in verse 1. David departed and escaped. Can I tell you this morning that there is an escape? Maybe you feel like that you're surrounded on every side. You've tried everything. You've done everything. You've been everywhere. This doesn't work and that doesn't work and, and the doctors can't fix you and money can't fix you and relationships can't fix you and all of these other things. But I'm going to tell you this morning, there is an escape. I said, don't, don't you get caught up in what's going on in the world today because there's an escape. Somebody needs to help me preach. There's an escape. Oh, glory. David escaped Mitchell to a Dulem cave. Everybody shout escape. He can't go home. He can't go to the palace. How many of you ever felt like you just went there? There's nowhere else. There's nothing else for you to try. There's nothing else for you to do. You've been tried on every side. The Bible said there's no there's no temptation common to man, but with that temptation. With that trial, God will make a way of escape. Oh, glory. I'm, I'm kind of getting ahead of myself, but it's all right. He is our escape. The scripture says, how shall we escape if we neglect such a great salvation. Ernie Sr., it's a great salvation. When we took you down in that creek over there in, in Flat Shoals, amen, I said it's a great salvation because all your sins are washed away and Jesus has made you a new, oh, hey, listen, listen to me. When you become a new creature, Ryan, old things are passed away. And behold, all things become new. It don't matter what you did in the past. It don't matter what you did last week. Let the enemy, listen, when the enemy starts to remind you of your past, you remind him of his future. Because I'm telling you, Jesus came and he made a way of escape. He's our escape. Not a president, not money, not the government, not television, not relationships. It's Jesus. Come on, somebody needs to shout Jesus. He still is the way of escape. I'm going to preach Jesus to you this morning. Nothing else will work. Nothing else will do. I'm going to preach Jesus to you. Jason Collins, nothing else will work. Ooh, it's good to see you, man. Sam, nothing else will work. Hallelujah. Somebody shout amen. amen. Glory. David had went to all those places, but he was still running. He'd been to all those places. Think about it. He'd enjoyed the, the power. He's, he's married to the king's daughter. He's the king's son-in-law, right? But now he's on the run. Oh, man. And he ends up at the cave of Adullam, as I refer, I like to call it Adullam Cave. 
Who's ever been in a cave? Who's ever been in Cujo's, uh, right? Who's ever been in that cave? When you were in that cave, trust me, I've been in a bunch of caves. Elder Wright's been in a bunch of caves. Tommy's been in a bunch of caves. When you're in a cave and they turn off the lights, somebody's been there, the cave says, okay, what, what do you, you know, they'll ask you that question, you know, you know, it's kind of part of the tour. We, and so then they flip off all the, 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 the de-energize the lights, turn off the electricity. And what happens then? It's dark, right? You can't see your hand in front of your face. The scripture tells us here, oh Jesus, that David went down. Everybody shout down. His brethren and all his father's house heard it and they went down to him. Now, we've been talking to you for weeks or maybe months now about the tale of two kingdoms. Kingdom of Saul, kingdom of David. Kingdom of Saul is all about pride. Amen? Kingdom of David is about humility. God is getting ready, Jason, to make David the greatest king that Israel ever had. First, he has to go down. Ooh. Down, down. God will take you through some things to get you where he wants you to be, right? So David went down. In this cave, first of all, he found himself, who he was. Oh, glory. In the Lord. The next thing, God gave him his family. His family came to him. Family reunion in the cave. His father and his brother. How many remember we, we talked we talked some of the, we talked about Thursday night? Who remembers when Samuel the prophet went to David's house and he said, Prepare a feast, we're going to anoint a king. And he went through all his sons. Who remembers David was not there? Is there any more? Yeah, there's one. He's out. It's just a little young lad. He's out there watching sheep. No big deal. So evidently, his father wasn't very proud of him. And then when he went out to take some food out to those when they were out there fighting against, or they weren't fighting against, when they were out there hid from Goliath, and then his brothers, they wailed on him and said, what are you doing out here? He's full of pride. You just come out here, you want to see the battle. What are you doing out here? So there wasn't really a good relationship, but oh, Glory. But see, God will get you where he wants you to be and then he'll start doing things in your life. Now his family comes to him. His brothers are there. Is anybody with me in this room? Somebody, if you're with me, shout amen. So it's about humility. God was getting David ready. And if you want to operate in the kingship, if you want to, if you want to operate in the kingdom of God, amen, if you want to do something for the kingdom of God, it's not about just running up here and grabbing a microphone and starting to preach. It's about saying, I'm willing to serve. Where do you want me to start? Where do you want me to start? Do you need somebody working in the parking lot? Oh, oh come on. Do you need somebody working in the nursery? 
I tell you what, man, you start changing diapers, you'll get anointed. Amen? That's humility. Jesus, Jesus washed all the disciples' feet, right? Is anybody with me in this room? All right, I'm going to preach you something that's going to help you. Adullam Cave. The word Adullam means refuge. Ooh, hallelujah. Refuge. Everybody shout refuge. So here, <laughs> here's David, and he's running from Saul. He ends up in this cave. It just so happens that he ends up in Refuge Cave. But here's the deal. What God wanted to show David, cue that verse, Jacob, are we ready? What God wanted to show David, you see this cave, this cave was not too far from where David had defeated Goliath. So most likely David could see, he went through that valley there, Brand, he could see where he had won this great victory. So he's came from, oh, you got to hear this. He had came from taking this little smooth stone and saying, you come against me with a spear and a sword, but I, came, I come against you in the name of the Lord of hosts, the, the army, the God of the armies of Israel, right? And now, now, Blake, he's down here in this black, dark cave, and he could probably say, well, I was just right there in victory, but now look where I am now. But you got to understand, caves are full. What, what, are, what, what do you see when you look at caves? What's overhead? Rocks. You sure you guys been to a cave? What are you saying, Pastor? What I'm saying is that God took David down to a Dulham cave because God was trying to show David, hey, it's not about anything that, that you possess or where you are, but I'm your refuge. I'm going to be your strength. You look up and see these rocks, you took a, oh glory, you took a little bitty stone and you killed a big old giant. If you'll, if you'll get a vision of how much rock there is in me, you know, if you'll get a vision and you'll start to sing that song, I go to the rock of my salvation. Oh, I go to the one, oh come, see my in this room this morning. See, Jesus is the rock and, and when, G, when David used the stone it was just a picture of Jesus but he was, God was showing him hey I'm bigger I'm more Can you, if you can get a hold of this vision you see you know we make God too small come on we make him too he's a big God I said he's a big God he's a big God that whole you know it, woo, are y'all seeing that I said he's a big God oh y'all gotta just y'all just gotta help your pastor I'm about to blow up Come on, somebody help me. Somebody, somebody give God praise. Come on, let's give God some praise. Oh, come on, give him a shout of praise. Oh, come on, give him, he's a big God. Woo! If we'll see who God is, we're not slinging little stones. Is anybody here? Shout amen. Oh, I, uh, I see a mighty army rising up. Glory. Somebody shout amen. Somebody shout amen. amen. David was most likely considering how far he had came. It just so happens, I told him Thursday night, we have history. And when David was in the cave, he wrote a song. 
David, God had to get David down in this cave to show him who he was. Sometimes we think if we really want to see God, you know, you know, you know, if you really want to see God, you know where you got to, you got to go down. And he's going to raise you up. He that exalts himself shall be abased, but he that humbles himself shall be exalted, right? Now, David, the reason David killed a giant, because David was out there in the shepherd's field and he had a heart after God and God used him. And then he got out there and killed the giant and then he started relying on old glory. Seth, give me Goliath's sword. He couldn't take, you know, he, he had cut Goliath's head off with that sword, but that's because he was operating in the spirit. You can't, you can't use weapons of the flesh. Come on. Oh, hallelujah. This is good preaching. Yeah. Is anybody with me? Shout amen. Ernie, are you with me? Brandon, are you with me? Justin, are you with me? Oh, come on, somebody. I'm about to blow up up here. Somebody's got to help me. This word's, this word's tearing me apart. Here we go. Somebody shout, Jesus is the rock. Where can I go? Judy, where can I go? Where could David go? See, it wasn't about just being in this cave. It was about who God was going to show him who he was. Psalm 57. This is a song that David wrote while he was in the cave. Oh, glory. I got to read the heading out of my Bible. They don't have it. Here it is. Glory. To the chief musician. This is when David fled from Saul in the cave. Somebody shout Amen. Here we go. Be merciful unto me, O God. For my soul trusts in you. Somebody shout trust. Uh -huh. I'm not going to trust in my cleverness. I'm not going to trust in my ideas. I'm not going to trust in committees. Committees are good, but how many knows what God wants us to trust in him? Job said, even though he slays me, I'm still going to trust him. You know, that's when you learn trust. That's when you learn how to trust God. You know, it's easy to trust God when you're up on the mountain. It was easy for David to trust God when he was down there and that giant was laying on the ground and he was cutting his head off with a sword. But now, trust me in the cave. And here's what David says. He says, my soul trusts in you. Yea, in the shadow, of course, Stephanie, in the shadow of thy wings will I make my refuge until these oh glory until these calamities be overpassed. Is anybody in here this morning? God's wanting us to learn to trust Him. We're dwelling under. The He's got this. I don't care what you're going through. He's got this. Don't let the world don't don't let humanistic secular way of thinking. Take down your faith because this book still says, I still believe that he arose on the third day. I still believe, Jason, that he's coming back again for his church. It's not going to be long. He's coming for a glorious church. He's coming for a bride that's made herself ready. <laughs> Glory. Verse 2. 
I will cry unto God most high unto God that performs all things for me. He shall send from heaven and save me from the reproach of him that would swallow me up. I realize that Saul's trying to come and destroy me. He, I'm, I feel like I'm all alone right here, but God's gonna send forth his mercy and his truth. I feel like I'm all alone, but God's gonna deliver me. Is anybody seeing that? Ain't it awesome that we know the song that he wrote? Verse four, my soul is among lions and alive among them that are set on fire, even the sons of men whose teeth are spears and arrows and their tongues a sharp sword. Be thou exalted. It's easy to praise him when you got your foot on a giant's head, right? Hallelujah. God is good. But you get in that dark cave and know that the king's coming to kill you. Be thou exalted, O God, above the heavens. Let the glory be above all the earth. Keep going, Jake. They have prepared a net for my steps. My soul is bowed down. They have digged a pit before me into the midst. Where? Uh, they are fallen themselves. Do you understand that one of the awesome things about David was David knew how to call things that were not as though they were. He was able to see Jesus in the Old Testament. Are y'all with me? You got to see the victory before it happens. If you don't have faith for the victory, you need to pray. I told you, I told them Thursday night, when you're praying for people, if you don't have faith, you're going to be healed, don't come up here. Amen. Amen. Is anybody with me? You got to see it. I see it. I see completion. I see healing. Come on. I see, I see people standing at the doors. I see the cars lined up all the way back to 25E trying to, oh, come on, is anybody here? I see them having to make a turning lane on 25E because of this church. No, you gotta, get, you gotta get some faith. We're not here just to shout and dance and have a good time. We're here to turn the kingdom of darkness over. We're here, to be, we're here to walk in the kingdom of David. Is anybody with me in this room? We're here to do great exploits. You are a mighty army. Is anybody in here? Here we go. Somebody say, here we go. David found himself. Realized who he was. Look at verse two. Back up, back up to verse 2. Where's our band at? Where's Daniel? Get him in here. I'm going to. Verse 2, and everyone that was in distress, everybody shout distress. Everyone that was in debt, everybody shout debt. Everyone that was discontented. You know what it means? Hebrew, it means bitter. It means bitter of soul. You got bitterness. They gathered themselves unto them 
He became a captain over them. There was about 400 men. David is here in Refuge Cave. God shows him that he's his refuge. Hallelujah. Glory. Somebody shout amen. And now, some people show up. But they're not the best people. Somebody shout excuses. Are you here? Do you understand that these people that showed up, they had problems. Distress means they had problems. They were in debt, no doububt. Maybe I remember when I preached when I preached several weeks ago about the the, the, the prophet told him said if you put if you put Saul in, he's gonna take, 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 take. Remember that? Now they're in debt. You know, and we can speak of a of a physical debt, but how many know also we're in debt we're in debt because of our sin. We were in debt because of our sin, right? Oh, you'll get this in a minute. They were discontented, they were bitter. You know, something had happened in their life that made them bitter. And now they show up at Adullam Cave. And they're like, David, we want to join with you. Amen? And David said, this is what I have to work with. Amen? 400 people show up. God sent him a church. Oh. I said, God sent him a church. That, okay, I'm just going to go ahead and, and jump to it here. David is a picture of Christ here. In fact, Jesus had David's blood running through his veins. He was referred to as the son of David. Remember, remember what the blind man remember what the blind man said? He said, have mercy on me, thou son of David. Remember what, the, what they told the angels, what the angels told the shepherds. For unto you is born this day in the city of, oh, y'all ain't getting it. You see, when David was standing there at that cave, it was like Jesus standing at the tomb saying, Come unto me, all you that labor and are heavy laden. You'll find rest for your souls. Come to me. I know you're discontented. Oh, glory. Come on, somebody needs to help me preach in here. You see, God is calling people. And, it, and God, God does, you know, you got, you got to understand, God doesn't call the qualified. He, quali he qualifies the call. It's not about what you can or can't. I don't care what kind of mess. I don't care what you did yesterday, what you did last week, what you did last year. If you're willing to come right now, God's going to He's going to put you in His army. Oh, somebody needs to help me preach in this room. Alan, it don't matter. You got to forget your past. Somebody shout Amen. Come unto me, son of David, city of David. And here's what he said. I'm going to give you the keys to the house of David. So these four. 
these 400 misfits that went with David when it wasn't popular. They got the keys to the house. Is anybody with me? The kingdom keys. How many knows it's time for the church to get out the kingdom keys? Stop being beat down. Can I be a pastor to you? Stop whining and complaining over nothing. It matters. You end up in a cave, call me. We'll try to help you out. Amen? I'm not suggesting you don't call me unless you end up in a cave, but I'm just saying, sometimes we get tore up over petty, petty things, right? Come on, there's people dying in third world countries. Because like Pastor Justin preached last week, because they have one page out of the Bible and they're dying in third world countries, we come in with a freedom and it's hard for us to get out of bed on Sunday morning to drag ourselves out to come to the house of God. Come on, it's time for the church to rise up and be the church. Get some grit about you. Come on, get some grit about you. Come on, get in this book and say, I am what I am because of the glory of God. These guys operated in the glory because they showed up when it wasn't popular. What are you saying, Pastor? You've been through this, some of this stuff? Absolutely. You guys have heard me tell stories. I didn't want to, there's times I didn't want to stay on that pulpit over there. I want to get in my car and leave and tell my, call my wife and say, catch you a ride home. If you'll be faithful over a few things, he'll make you ruler over many. You won't have to to be bound up. Can I, can, I, can I tell you the truth? You don't have to be bound up by pornography. You know, we could write in, how many, how many, how many if they took verse two and just marked out those words and wrote in the blank there what we went through, what we're going through? Amen? Are y'all with me? If you're with me, shout amen. Come on, shout Amen. So you got to understand where God brought you from. You got to see what God done in you. And it's not all the perfect people that God uses. Y'all have heard it. I'm just going to go ahead and share it. I, I'm just going to go ahead and share it, Brandon. Noah was a drunk. Abraham was a liar. Moses stuttered. And he was a murderer. Samson was a womanizer. Is anybody in this room this morning? Paul, the apostle, killed the Christians. Rahab was a prostitute. Are we going anywhere? Are y'all with me in this room? Come on. God don't use perfect people. These people were a mess or a, and they were a wreck. But they said, we're coming to the rock. We're coming to the rock. Is anybody in here? Oh, yeah, I forgot to tell you, Lazarus was dead. And this old boy was driving down the road. This old boy was driving down the road. I've been some messed up kids. I ended up in jail. Not you. Oh, you, 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 you cut your teeth on the church pew. You've always been in this, Pastor. Don't have a. Can I tell you the truth? I OD'd on PCP, angel dust, begged God to let me live. Took purple microdot, LSD, tripped on LSD, watched the snow change colors. Feel my heart doing about 200 beats a minute. Saying, God, let me live. I'll never do it again. God, let me live. Right back out. I know about the mercies of God. 
I know what God can do. I know, I know that, see, the thing is, God had a plan for this man. You got to hear me. It ain't because of what, how good you are and what you know. Don't try to win God's grace. And, but come on, it's because He loves us. He's the rock of our salvation. We just got to run to it. He wants to take drug addicts and win drug addicts. He wants to take prostitutes and win prostitutes. Are you here? Somebody shout amen. Glory. It's all in this book. Some of you felt like taking your life. Elijah was suicidal. Just sit down here and die. I mean, I just soon die. Just soon die. The disciples fell asleep. And they ran. Peter denied him. You see, here's the deal. Can you give me some army music? Some marching. Where we at? Where's Brian? Come here. I need a drum. I need a snare. He's ready to march. I'm about to blow up. You know, something like they would introduce the Chicago Bulls to or something, you know, when Jordan played there. Something you kids have never heard. That's back when it was good, guys. I'm sorry. Y'all love me, though, don't you? All right, it's still okay. They needed a captain. I'm just about done. David was made a captain over them. Now, you know, God has called me to pastor this church and shepherd this church, but how many know we have a captain? And he's the captain of the Lord's host. You remember what he told Joshua? I'm the captain. You, you have a captain that's never lost a battle. Amen? Now, we have these misfits. David's group was small and despised. You got to hear this. But to them belonged the kingdom. Thank God for numbers, but it's not about numbers. Jesus took 12 and turned the world upside down. And then it grew to 120. And then 3,000 were saved in one day. And now if the church will arise, it's innumerable, the people that's came off of those. No, y'all ain't hearing this. Look at first, okay. We think about the misfits, right? Discontented. Fill in the blank. 
Now look at 1 Chronicles 12, verse 2. Here was the misfits. Don't have time to read it all. Same guys. They were armed with bows. They could use both the right hand and the left and hurling stones and shooting arrows out of a bow. Even of Saul's brethren, of Benjamin. What are you saying? Remember what Saul said? You Benjamites, you've turned on me. We haven't got there yet. He said, you Benjamites, you've turned on me. Guess what? There was a day when Saul showed up with 3,000. David's had grown to 600. But guess what? You couldn't mess with these 600. Oh, glory. Y'all ain't seeing this. Verse 8. Verse 8. What I'm saying is, God can take your problem. He can take you as a misfit. And He can cause you... On the right hand, when it comes in on the right hand, when it comes in on the left hand, you'll, you're not going to be blindsided. The enemy can't blindside you because these guys could do it on either. So is anybody with me in this room? And of the Gadites are separating themselves unto David and to the holds of the wilderness. Men of might and men of war fit for the battle that could handle shield and buckler whose faces were like the face of lions and they were swift as, as roles that could run like deer. Are y'all hearing this? They, they were ready for battle. They came in there broken and, come on, all I'm saying is, it's okay. We welcome people coming to the house of God. But God wants you to go out as a mighty army. He's, oh, hallelujah. You are the army of God. You are the kingdom of David because Jesus is our captain. Come on, the son of David is our captain. Is anybody in this room this Come on, give him a shout of praise. Give him a shout of praise. 2 Samuel 23. Come on, give him a shout of praise. Come here, Ryan. Come on, I need some. I need some people. Come. I need some, some of you that God's done something. You know, I wish... It, 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 some point this guy's gonna give his testimony he's been sharing some stuff with me amen he's fought in some battles he's fought in some battles and he's dealt with some demons but I'm telling you he told me he said I'm ready to enlist in God's army you know what six weeks ago no offense but he was one of those misfits he said I don't have anything to offer but now I'm ready to do something for the kingdom of God is anybody Come on, some, somebody else needs to come down here and stand. Come on, we need to. If you got some problems, come on. If you got some problems and you're ready to get past that, I want you to come. If you're serious, come on. I don't care how long you've been saved. Maybe you've been battling that thing for a long time. Come on, you need to respond. You're going to enlist in this army. Come on, young people. Some of you have been dealing with some stuff. Don't leave, don't leave Ryan down here by himself. Thank you, Shane. Go to, Jacob, go to verse 8. And we have two more minutes. Do y'all understand that these guys came messed up? 
Come here, Jason. You got to get re-enlisted. You got to get re-enlisted. Come on. These be the names of the... You know, we read about these guys, Greg, and they're messed up, right? Maybe those God wants to take the messed up and make them mighty. Where's that camera? If you're watching this and you sit on your you sit on your couch or wherever you may be, or your live stream, or you watch it on television, it doesn't matter. I don't care if you're a drug addict, a prostitute. You feel like there's no hope for you. I'm telling you that the captain is calling you and he's wanting you to enlist in his army. There is a way of escape and his name is Jesus. I was able to escape to Jesus. These guys were able to escape to Jesus and you can escape to Jesus and he will make you into a mighty warrior, a mighty man or woman of valor. He'll take away your addictions. He'll take away your bondages. He'll take away that habit of prostitution and he'll set you on a rock. He'll set you on a rock. He'll cover you with His wings and make you into the man or woman of God that He wants you to be. Somebody needs to give God a shout of praise in this room because this is people that are answering the Macedonia call and saying we're tired of the world system and we're going to be what God's called us to be. Is that you this morning? Nothing's worked. All right, I'm, I'm just about done. These be the names of the mighty men who David had. Tekamanite to sit in the seat chief among the captains. He was Adino the Esni. I bet when this guy showed up at the cave, nobody thought he would do what he was, what the scriptures getting ready to tell us that he did, right? He lifted up his spear against 800 men whom he slew at one time. Okay, either we believe this book or we don't, right? What are you saying, Pastor? I'm saying you can, you can slay 800 demons. You can slay 800 demons. It's not just about, listen, God's called me here to be a leader, but it's not just about me. If we're going to win Bell County, Kentucky, we're going against principalities and powers. We can't come in here and dance and shout every week and not go out and enlist in the army of God. I got to have everybody on board. I got to have a church that's on board. I got to say, we're going to pray. We're going to fast. We're going to seek the face of God. We're going to pray for our leaders. We're going to take the city. We're going to take, come on, can we do it? Are we able to do it? Is there anybody that's going to go after God? Don't wait for Sunday morning to worship God. Go after God in your closet. Go after God in your car. Surround you. Turn off the field and turn on something that glorifies God. All right. I'm just about done. You guys look good. Somebody needs to join these guys. Can we get some Christians to come and stand in beside them? We get some warriors. Come on, you got some people just gonna come and say, hey, I'm ready. Come on, musicians, the rest of you guys, come on. Come on, Jill. Get ready, we're gonna sing. Greater is he that is in me, he that's in the world. All right, 
Can you get this picture? Bring it down just a little bit, guys. And then we'll build it back. Can you get this picture? That here's David all alone in that cave. And he writes a song to the Lord. And he realizes that God is his refuge. And God says, David, I'm going to send you some people. But they're not going to be perfect people. Oh, hallelujah. Is there anybody in here that's perfect? I didn't think so. How many's made mistakes? How many's done stupid, dumb stuff? And you just look at yourself and say, you were such an idiot. Verse 9. We're finishing up, I promise. Remember those 400 guys? They became David's mighty men. And after him was... Eleazar, the son of Dodo, the Oahite, of one of the, one of, look what it says, one of the three mighty men with David, when they defied the Philistines that were there gathered together to the battle, and the men of Israel were gone away. He arose and smote the Philistines. Look here, he smote the Philistines until his hand was weary. He fought till he couldn't fight no more. But his hand... Clave unto the sword. God, I'm tired. I'm weary. I can't fight anymore. God says, keep your hand on the sword. Keep your hand on the sword. He arose, smote the Philistines. After him, verse 11 was Shama. What Shama mean? Tell them one what Shama means. The Lord is here. Wow. After him was Shammah, the son of Agi the Herite. And the Philistines were gathered together in a troop, and there was a piece of ground full of lentils, and the people fled from the pit. You got to see this. Don't miss this point. This is a whole message. This, this in itself is, a, is an entire message. I'm going to give it to you in 30 seconds. The Philistines wanted to come in and take their bean patch, lentils. Philistines, the enemy wants to come and take what is yours. See that? Everybody ran out of the out of the out of the bean. I think I preached that once. Everybody ran out of the out of the lentil patch, the bean patch, and Philistines would get together in a troop and a piece of ground full of lentils, beans, peas, something like that. And the people fled. But he stood in the midst of the ground and defended it and slew the Philistines, and the Lord wrought a great victory. Wait a minute, I'm discontented. I'm in debt. I'm a mighty man. Three of the 30 chief went down and came today and in the harvest time to the, there you go. The troop of the Philistines pitched in the valley of Rephim and David was in a hold and the garrison of the Philistines was then in Bethlehem. And actually David said, I'm thirsty, go get me a drink. And they went down. Remember that story? Brought him back a drink and David was so messed up, Randy. He wouldn't even drink it. He poured it out on the ground. He poured it out as an offering unto the Lord. The guys were willing to go. 
Come on. Are y'all hearing what I'm telling you? Please don't get mad at your pastor, but we got to stop being so wimpy. You have the power to defeat demons. Demonics, yes, you do. It's not all on this woman or that woman or myself or these pastors. We're just vessels used by God to come up here and set the atmosphere for you to be equipped. This is for the equipping of the saints, for the fivefold ministry, apostles, prophets, pastors, teachers, evangelists. You are called to be evangelists, but the Spirit of God has come upon you that you may be witnesses in Judea and Samaria and the uttermost parts of the earth. Are y'all with me? All right, here's the deal. If you got problems, thank you guys for coming. Stay right here with me. Come on, sing us a song. If you got problems this morning, if you want to say, okay, that's me. I've, I, I've, I've tried everything. Won't y'all just turn, turn face this way, okay? I've tried everything. And I, know, I realize some of you are up here and in, in, in standing in support of these. There's some more back there. You need to come. I don't care what your mess is. Come on, you need to come. I don't care what you've been through. I know some of you have been through some stuff, but I'll tell you, I'll put my, I'll put my mess up and we're not going to sit down and compare because I'm ashamed of a lot of stuff that I don't want to tell you. But I'll just say this, I've been through some stuff. I sat up there in that jail when I got arrested. I got arrested DUI. Summertime, 17 years old. Who's 17? Who's 17? Who's 17? These guys are seven. Wow. Hauled me off to jail. Throw me in that cell. You ain't hearing me. I sat down in that cell, young people, two o'clock in the morning, two o'clock in the morning. Leaned up against the bars. Seen a piece of paper laying there. Picked it up, unfolding it. You know what it said? Some of y'all have heard this. You've outpassed you for a long time. Unfolded the paper. Here's what it said. It said, I am the devil's son. I'd been raised in church. I was running. Partying. Stayed high every day, Sam. If I didn't have something to get high on, I was looking for it. Next day, called home. My sister was in from Atlanta. She answered the phone. Been a long, long time ago. And a whole lot of waters went under the bridge. I said, sis, it's Zodi. I'm in jail. <clears throat> she said, jail? <coughs> I said, yeah, tell dad to come get me. Don't have no shoes, don't have no shirt, just a pair of blue jeans. Next morning, they called my name out. They said, Carol, yeah, going home. Went downstairs and said, your dad left you some shoes and a shirt. True story. Left me in the cave. Teach me a lesson. Stayed there, and finally my sisters got so mad. They kept fussing at him, and he, he still wouldn't come get me. He sent my brother-in-law to come get me.
devil's son. They were having, in one of the cells, they had a pentagram drawn, and they had pop can in the middle of that pentagram, and they had a New Testament, and they'd tear pages out of that little New Testament after they rolled them a cigarette out of one of those pages. They'd take some more pages and put it in that pop can, and they'd light it, and they'd pray to the devil. So I've seen some stuff. You know, I think something, that's good for you, preacher. You've been in this all your life. No, I haven't. It's by the mercies of God that I'm standing here preaching to you right now. But God has changed my life and he's made me, and I'm just going, you got to speak it. See, David understood it. You just got to go ahead and speak it. He's made me a mighty man and I'm going to be mighty in the kingdom. So is there anybody else out there? You've got some stuff and you've dealt with them, some things, but you're tired and you've, you, nothing else is working. You're going to come to this altar. Come on, you need to come right now and surrender to God. Come on, there's more of you out there. You need to come say, nothing's working. I'm just going to surrender. I'm just going to surrender. You need to come. You need to come. All right, let's sing. Father, we thank you for your word. If you guys want to kneel, you want to stand, just say how you feel comfortable. Come on, the altar's open. Come and get behind some of these. Let's, let's pray. Come on, let's pray. Come on, let's pray. If you would like to know more about Our Father's House and upcoming events, log on to ourfathershouseky.org.